Woo, woo, woo. What up, podcast world? Welcome to my new podcast called Show It or Skip It. I'm your host, Mr. Petty. I'm a high school science teacher, and on this show, we watch a Hollywood movie with some science in it, and then we break down what was good, what was bad, what was straight up ugly, and Hollywood magic about it. And at the end, we get, come up with a verdict determining whether it's something you should show in class or you should straight up skip it. I hope you enjoy So the plot of this movie, pretty straightforward. Um, Harry Dalton, he is a volcanologist working for the USGS, so the United States Geological Survey. Um, they pick up some really concerning data um, regarding this volcano um, in northern Washington state outside of a small town called Dante's Peak. So they send Harry to go and investigate to see if this volcano, which has been dormant, meaning it hasn't been active in so long, is about to erupt. So he goes and he investigates and everything he's telling him says, hey, there's going to be an eruption here. He tries to get everyone on board. Of course, the only person who believes him is the mayor, who also happens to be his newfound love interest. Um, His bosses don't believe him. The town doesn't believe him. Um, The town doesn't want to believe him because they have a tourism industry. They were just recently named the second best place in America to live under 20,000 people, um, so they don't want to hurt their town's image. So he finds all of this evidence, um, trying to fight to tell them that, hey, something bad's going to happen here. Guess what it does? Um, and then once something bad happens, he then has to fight to save some people in the town as well as himself. So pretty straightforward 90s disaster plot here. Um, the fictional Dante's Peak, it's a stratovolcano. Um, It's located in the Cascade Mountain Range, so um, the northern Pacific west coast of the United States. This clearly draws inspiration from the 1980 eruption of Mount St. Helens. Also, the whole plot about the town not wanting to lose their tourism industry and not wanting to cry wolf, um, that is drawn from another real-life incident um, in the early 1980s in Mammoth Lake, California. In the Mammoth Lake situation, the Los Angeles Times got wind that the USGS was going to notify the town that, hey, there might be a volcanic eruption. They put it in the paper before um, the USGS was able to notify the townspeople. Mass hysteria. Everyone freaked out. Everyone went, evacuated the town. This was over Memorial Day weekend. Um, So the town lost all this tourism money that they normally would have gotten. Ends up, it was a false alarm. There was no volcano, so there was right, a ton of outcry of, hey, you shouldn't be telling us there's going to be a volcano if there isn't. Well, volcanoes are kind of tough to predict. Definitely a lot of ridiculousness here, some classic 90s cheese. Um, so if you're looking for a great Oscar-winning movie, this is not it. Um, it's entertaining. Uh, the set pieces are great. The special effects are great, still holding up um, 25 years later. Um, They have every disaster movie cliche you could look for. Um, A love story that has no place at all in the plot. Um, A hero who no one believes. And of course, there's a dog that needs to be rescued. Uh, I don't know what a 90s adventure movie would be without a dog being rescued.
So now we start to look at the science of the movie. And as far as disaster movies go of the time, um, this one's pretty good in terms of science. It doesn't mean it's perfect, but when you look at uh, other movies of the same time period, Volcano, Daylight, Twister, um, this one seems to have some pretty good science in it. Good, 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 good science. So we're going to start off by looking at the good science in the movie. And there's a lot of that, especially early on um, in the events leading up to the eruption, how they monitor volcanoes, how the USGS will test for volcanoes. A um, couple really good scenes where Harry um, is going to the lake um, testing the pH. So he's looking to see that the lake has become a lot more acidic um, due to the uh, gases being released from the soil. Um, and there's a good scene where the hot springs become too hot um, because of the magma. So underneath is heating that up. Uh, the, the lake, the fish are dying because of the gases there because it's more acidic. Uh, showing trees and um, squirrels that are dead because of the buildup of sulfur gas as well as too much co2 in the atmosphere um there's steam venting from the volcano talks about the volcano shifting slightly looking like movement so all of these things that could show there doesn't be a potential eruption um after the eruption um the lahars which is the mud flow um down the slopes of the volcano those are really accurate um as they lead to flooding right they burst a dam um, the, the eruption sequence itself, uh, visually, is a really good representation of what you're, you would see um, in an actual volcano. Buh, 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 bad science. So some of the bad science that shows up here, um, a lot of it is minor things or things that they show happening faster than they normally would. Um, one of them is before the, the major eruption when uh, Harry is at the top of the cone investigating the volcano, um, there's an earthquake and he yells out that it's a magmatic earthquake, meaning it's caused by the rumbling of the magma below. He would have absolutely no way of knowing um, what's causing this earthquake just by standing there and, and feeling it. He wouldn't know if it's magmatic or if it's from a shifting um, of the tectonic plates. Um, another bad thing, um, the lava that they show moves really fast. Um, in a stratovolcano, like uh, what we have in Dante's Peak, the lava would move a lot slower. Um, it would be more viscous, meaning it's, it's much thicker. So it moves slower. Um, they would be able to outrun it, uh, wouldn't move as fast as what they show. Um, the earthquakes that they show happening is when the eruptions start occurring about the hour mark into the movie, um, people are leaving the village and there's a um, major earthquake. The highway starts to crumble, buildings start to collapse. Um, they're showing these as really strong. These would be really strong earthquakes on the Richter scale, but that would be really uncommon um, to be that strong during a volcano. Um, it is really common for earthquakes to accompany volcanoes, but not at the strength in which they showed in this movie. Another thing which uh, I'm going to classify in the bad category here is the acid lake. 
So one of the real kind of key moments in this movie that stands out um, is Harry is is with the mayor um, and their kids and, and their grandmother, and they're trying to escape from the lava, and uh, they get in a boat to go across the lake, and as they go across the lake, um, they see a ton of dead fish, and they realize that it's become super acidic from all of the um, gas that's been venting up from the bottom, as well as from the lava flowing into the lake, um, is making it much more acidic. Yes, this would happen. Uh, there was actually a, um, a real-life incident in 2013 where a lake did become very acidic because of a volcano. Um, however, it would ha- not happen nearly as fast as they show this in the movie. They're showing this happening um, you know, in a couple of moments, in, in a few minutes here. Uh, in reality, it would happen a lot slower um, for this to occur. Um, the boat wouldn't start melting, right? The aluminum wouldn't strip uh, like they show on the boat. Um, and also, if um, the lake was as acidic as they show, when the engine of the prop works, um, that cools itself by taking in water from the lake to cool off the engine. If it was that acidic, the engine would stall out and would stop um, right away because that acid would destroy the engine. So now we'll look at the ugly science in this movie. Um, There was not a whole lot. There's just two major things that really stuck out for me as really, really bugging me of being super duper Hollywood. Um, Both of them involved the truck. Um, First one that um, Harry is again with the mayor and the uh, kids and they're trying to escape the lava. Um, They start to drive this truck across lava. Obviously this is when they rescue the dog because being a disaster movie in the 90s, there had to be a dog that needed to be saved. So they're driving across this lava, um, super unrealistic. Uh, they show just the tires of the truck popping, the rubber of the tires popping, uh, but the truck's still working normally. In reality, lava can get up to around 2000 degrees Fahrenheit. So what this would mean, not only would the rubber pop, the entire tire um, would melt, uh, the heat from that lava would also most likely ignite the gasoline in the ta- uh, gas tank of that car, causing the whole thing to explode. Um, and if it didn't cause it to explode, the heat from that lava would melt the whole car, most likely killing killing them. So something that really bugged me. Um, the other thing that really, really bugged me was in a uh, climatic scene. Uh, Harry sees that the volcano is uh, just about to explode with its final uh, pyroclastic flow coming out of the volcano so that the the big massive eruption um they get in the car they see the volcano explode and they they start uh, driving away as fast as they can to try and get into a mine uh, to save themselves he's driving a truck that has no tires um the pyroclastic flow uh, coming from this massive eruption is a mixture of hot gases, ash, and rock. Um, can move anywhere from about 65 to 430 miles per hour. So that's moving pretty fast. It's moving a lot faster than this truck would. Um, the truck, again, no tires. It's moving over ash. The town's already been covered in ash. Uh, no way would they be able to outrun that. Um, so that's those are the two main things that were the really ugly, ugly science um, in this movie. Um, just general Hollywood things that bug me about this movie. Um, the mayor also to happen to run a coffee shop 
So I don't know when she's mayoring, when she's running a coffee shop, um, was she mayor first or a coffee shop owner? One of those things that just bugged me uh, when I watched this. Uh, the big question I had is, who the heck decides to settle a town at the base of a volcano and who decides to live at the base of a volcano? Um, and as soon as someone is telling me that there might be trouble, if I live at the base of a volcano, I am gone. I'm not worried about uh, our tourism industry. I'm not worried about them being wrong, like probably getting out of Dodge quickly. Um, the sun, when the volcano first starts to erupt, the son and her daughter, who son's probably like 11, 12 years old, the daughter's younger than that. Um, they, they get in a car and they drive up this windy mountain road to rescue their grandmother. Um, the son can barely touch the pedals. He is driving through this windy road as there's ash falling down. Um, no way your first driving lesson would ever go that well. That was just bugged me. Um, uh, the grandmother, as they're in the boat, going across the acid lake they're like four feet from the dock the grandmother gets out to push the boat the rest of the way but gets out and instead of pushing boat the boat to the dock pushes the boat all the way to the shore um standing in that acid why just one of those stupid dumb decisions that you scratch in your head watching um the way they show the geologists here a kind of annoying like a group of people with like weird banter and they, they love their coffee. Um, I didn't find them as annoying as the uh, background crew in Twister, but they were kind of a, a weird trying to show the scientists as kind of these like nerdy but fun people. Um, and the last thing, the, the, the non-science ugly ugly for me, uh, at the end of the movie, they're sitting in the cave, so it's abandoned mine, and the son tells the, the mayor of the town how he has uh, snacks that he stored there from, from playing there before. Who the heck stores snacks in a mine and then thinks like they're okay to eat? Um, I guess in this life or death situation, maybe, but I don't know. I, I would take my chances holding out on food than eating like some mine candy bars. Like just probably not the best idea. Now for today's verdict. Although there's some parts of this movie that really stretches the truth, overall this is a really accurate um, volcano movie, especially compared to some other volcano movies out there. Um, this is one I would definitely vote to show in school, even if you're just going to show the parts of the eruption. Those give students some really good visuals as to what it would be like in an actual um, volcanic eruption. And the visual effects from this movie uh, really hold up today, even, even though the movie's 25 years old. Also, that whole subplot about the town wanting to save the tourism industry and not wanting to shut down could bring up some really interesting discussions that you could have with your class about uh, disasters and potential disasters, um, what to do, what would be the appropriate response or how to properly prepare, uh, weighing the economic impact, the, the human life impact, the, the damage to things. Um, so I think there's a lot of really good things that you could could get out of this. So. Um, Dante's Peak, 1997, definitely one that you should show in school.
So thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed the show. You learned something about uh, showing this movie in class or not showing this movie in class. Um, Feel free to follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Petty underscore science. So P-E-T-T-Y underscore science. Um, Hit me up with some comments, some questions, suggestions for another episode. I hope to have another one coming your way soon. Take care, everybody.